What does it mean to live lovely? Living lovely is practicing gratitude and appreciation for the positive people, places, events, and things in our lives, no matter where we are in our life's journeys. Living lovely is about actively participating in our lives, instead of sitting back in the passenger seat and watching it all go by. It is about working on our goals, our happiness, and our well-being. My name is Courtney and Live Lovely is my life manifesto. Although this is my manifesto, a year and a half ago, I was not really living it. I was working full-time at a corporate job instead of my dream business, facing an office bully on a daily basis, grieving over a lost loved one, struggling with depression, anxiety, self-doubt, loneliness, and exhaustion. There was a lot of good in my life too. I was newly engaged to a man that I love and I now call my husband. And I'd also photographed my first destination wedding in Puerto Rico, bringing me one step closer to my dream career. I also had a comfortable apartment and funds for my living necessities. For the first time in my life, I was financially stable, but the cost was very high. I was miserable, I felt trapped in a life I didn't want, and my depression wouldn't let me see anywhere past it. The life I wanted to live was very different from the life I was living. It took a lot of planning and courage, but I eventually made some big life changes that brought me closer to the life I wanted to live. I quit that toxic job and started a part-time job that gave me financial support while I worked on my own business. I healed myself from six months of daily bullying and harassment. My husband and I simplified our lives and moved to a much smaller studio apartment. My health improved and I spent more time focusing on the people and activities that mattered most to me. I essentially taught myself to live lovely and I want to help you do the same. This podcast is not just for people working a 9 to 5. It's for anyone who wants to take the steps to improving their everyday lives. This podcast is for entrepreneurs, travelers, or wannabe travelers, students, parents, caregivers, stay-at-home parents, single parents, and anyone who has a dream for a better life, living and doing what they love. In this podcast, I'm going to share with you the steps I took to make these changes in my own life, both big and small. This podcast is about how I got started. It may not work exactly the same way for you, but I'm hoping it'll help you create a roadmap of sorts. Before listening along, you may wish to pause this podcast and grab a pen and a notebook because I will be sharing all of my tips for living a lovelier life. Thank you so much for joining me. Step one for me was visualizing. You may have heard this advice time and time again, but you cannot make positive changes without knowing exactly what you want first. Once you know what you want, you'll be able to figure out how and when to attain it. For me, that started with visualizing my ideal day. I literally wrote myself a schedule of what my best ordinary day would look like. I took a pen and started writing the first time I wanted to wake up in the morning. For me, that perfect dream weekday started at 7. I ignored everything I knew I had to do and simply focused on writing out what I thought my perfect weekday would look like. That meant waking up at 7 in the morning to music instead of a blaring alarm clock. I would relax for the first half hour of the day. During that time, I could read, meditate, listen to music, or make some tea. From 7.30 to 8, I would enjoy breakfast. From 8 to 8.30, I would have a workout at home, like going for a walk. 
dancing to Zumba videos, Pilates, riding my bicycle, yoga, or anything else I wanted. At 9, I would get ready for the day, and by 9.30, I would be starting my workday by checking my messages and working on my blog and social media marketing. The middle of the day would consist of photo shoots, editing, blogging, or client meetings, depending on the creative pursuits of my day. I would wrap up my work around 4, and between 4 and 5.30, I would do something for myself, such as a hobby, outdoor activity, workout class, or spending time with family and friends. Between 5.30 and 6.30, I would prepare and eat a healthy meal with my husband, followed by a 20-minute tidy for our home. My evenings would be free for anything that I wanted to do, and I would start my night routine at 9, bed by 9.30 for a half hour of reading, followed by a good night's sleep at 10. Your dream day might look completely different. Perhaps you're an early riser or you prefer to wake up later in the morning. Your ideal day might look more like a 9 to 5. I would like you to think about your ideal weekday. Think about what time you would like to wake up, how you will wake up, what you will do first thing. What kind of breakfast will you have? When will you start your workday and what will that entail? How long would you take for lunch? What time would you finish work? And how will you spend your evenings? Perhaps you already know exactly what you want. If not, please pause the podcast and map it out for yourself. This will help you with step two. The second step I took was comparing my dream day to my current reality. I made myself a real-time schedule of my actual day. I was waking up between 5.30 and 6 to get ready for work, skipping breakfast, and in the office by 8. I got out of work at 5 and made it home, usually before 6, when I would eat dinner alone because my husband was working the night shift. A couple nights a week I would do a spin class, but most nights I spent inside and alone because I lived so far away from everyone I knew. Most of my free time was spent reading or watching Netflix, no matter how hard I tried, insomnia kept me up late into the night. When I compared my reality to my ideal day, it was obvious that I was not lined up for anything that I wanted. No wonder why I felt exhausted, depleted, and burnt out. This helped me figure out what I wanted to change. Now I had to figure out how. I recommend that you do the same. Take a moment to write out your average day and compare it to your ideal day. Perhaps you are close to your ideal in many ways, or maybe, like me, they look vastly different. Although other things contributed to my unhappiness, like the bully I was working with, the recent loss of a loved one, and the loneliness I was feeling when my husband worked the opposite shift as I, all contributed to know, um, to how I was feeling. The disconnect from my other goals also played a key role. To figure out how to improve the way you are feeling, you need to know what is bringing you down. I wanted to be a full-time photographer, blogger, and writer, but instead, all of my energy was going into a corporate job that was not fulfilling. When I did have a photo shoot, I had to hustle on the weekends and during the weeknights, working late hours, editing images, and marketing. It was exhausting, and I lost all of my free time. And all the extra free time I did have was given to helping others. I was spreading myself too thin and causing myself serious harm in the process. After two years of this rat race lifestyle, feeling stuck, 
In six months of being bullied at a job I used to like, I had had enough. My happiness was depleted. I needed a do-over. I knew what I had to change, but now I needed to figure out how. I took my vision for my ideal workday and took it a step further and created a vision for my entire work week and my weekends. I also created two more lists, one for what I wanted more of in my life and another for what I wanted to remove from it. It looked kind of like this. I wanted more time for my photography business, wedding clients, healthier meals, better sleep, more time with friends and family, more time for doing activities I loved. I wanted to be healthier and happier, more time for travel, and to focus on experiences over things. On the other hand, I wanted less stress and, stress and exhaustion, digital noise in my life. I didn't want to dread going to work in the morning, less clutter in my life and home, wasted time, comparing myself to others, and feelings of helplessness. It was time to make a plan and change my life. You will hear many people say that they hit a breaking point or fell to rock bottom before they made a change. Certainly, that is how I had felt, but the truth is you don't need to reach that point to improve your life starting now. I knew what I wanted to do differently, and hopefully by now you have some idea of the things you want to change as well. Armed with our lists, we will now create a roadmap of how to make these changes a reality. This process will take a lot of brainstorming on your part. There's no right or wrong way to make these changes, and not everything has to be figured out at once. But the best way to make change is to start. We are going to figure out the how. For me, the first step was quitting that toxic job. But how? The situation with the bully was only getting worse, despite my numerous attempts to solve it. It was time to move on. I knew I didn't have enough photography clients to go full-time, so I had to find another solution, but one that wouldn't hinder my ultimate goals of being a full-time photographer. For me, that solution was finding a part-time position that would give me flexibility and time to work on my own business, but also the financial support to pay my own bills. If you're looking for a career change like me, you may need to get creative. Your next job might just be a stepping stone to get you closer to where you need to be. Perhaps you could even search to make a strategic move to a job that is closer to your field, or perhaps a job with a company that will pay for you to get a degree in the field that you want to be in. I went down my list of things I wanted more of in my life and brainstormed creative ways to achieve each one. For example, if you want to travel more, your brainstorm list might have ideas like creating a travel savings account, negotiating more vacation days, looking into study abroad classes or internships, applying for a job in a foreign country, volunteering internationally, incorporating more local travel into your days off, or giving up clothes shopping to save money for more travel. Think about other life changes you can make to reach your own goals. Around the time the bullying at work became really bad, I discovered many blogs that helped me escape these negative feelings at work. Eventually, these blogs inspired me to create a blog of my own and gave me the motivation I needed to make a difference in my life. One of those concepts was minimalism. I've always been frugal, but the idea of living with less to achieve more in my life was a big factor in my choices. Living simpler and spending less money on things would give me the financial freedom I needed to quit that toxic job and go part-time as I worked on my goals. 
We would need to move to a smaller place to keep our cost of living down so we could afford to make these changes. If I wanted to work less, to have more time for what mattered most, I would have to simplify. Suddenly, I didn't just have a what and a how, I had a when. I knew exactly what I wanted, how to make it happen, and when I would be able to afford that important step in my plan. It took several months, but with my planning and my husband's emotional support, I quit that job, started working part-time, created a marketing plan for my business, started a blog, adopted simple living, moved to a smaller apartment, and focused my extra time on living a healthier and happier lifestyle. You may not need to take such drastic measures. Perhaps your goals will be much simpler like creating a better morning routine, planning more time for your hobby, or creating a happier and calmer environment at home for you and your family right where you are without having to move. No matter what you envision as the good life, living a life that you love is achievable. All you need to make it happen is knowing what you want and actively taking the steps to make it happen. This method worked for me and I truly hope it helps you too. However, it is not a cure-all. Not everything you dislike can simply be changed. I still struggle with depression due to certain life events and sometimes it hinders my ability to enjoy life. Like me, you may need to reach out to a therapist for professional help or even a life coach for a career step. But when it comes to our everyday lives, remember how we are living is truly dependent on our choices. You have a choice too. You have the ability to change your life for the better by making better choices. This podcast may not help you fix everything. However, it is my hope that it will be the strong starting point for you in the same way the methods I implemented gave me the motivation I needed to live lovely. Thank you for listening today. My name is Courtney, and you may find me at livelovelyphotography.com or on Instagram at livelovelyphotography. I am always happy to speak with you and answer your questions. Please join me with my next podcast as I share more ways to live lovely. Have a lovely day. Thank you.